Hey there, ladies and gents. This week for episode two, we are diving into a topic that is near and dear to my heart, everything that happens at Catholic school. We discuss the nuances, the good, the bad, the weird, and everything that happens when you go through the Catholic school system. So I hope you have somewhat of a thick skin because we do tell honest, truthful stories and experiences. And as always, you can always share your opinion with us, how you really feel with what we did with each episode. So I hope you enjoy. Thank you. And it's happening. We have a live studio audience for episode two. Um, This is going to be a great episode because I'm covering one of my favorite topics, the Catholic Church. (laughs) And uh, I have a very good friend. I think technically my only (laughs) friend still from Catholic school. Which is saying uh, a lot. Welcome, Jacqueline. Hello. Uh, thank you for joining me. Glad to be here. Um, I had to have you on this as well because different from my Catholic school experience where I was in the public school system up until high school, then went Catholic school, you started in Catholic school, right? Like from kindergarten oh, yeah. all the way from to graduating K high to, school. Yep. 12 years, I believe. 12 years with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Real close. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I I figured, obviously, that makes you pretty ideal to have on here. Because I think a lot of people don't realize um, how weird Catholic school can be. It's a weird place. And I've noticed mm-hmm. that, like, I had a very interesting freshman year because, like I said, I came from public school and... People thought I was, like, crazy and, like, weird. And I thought everybody, like, cried a lot. (laughs) (laughs) It was just weak. Um, uh, But, yeah, I learned, like, everyone was, like, like, so much more sensitive and just, like, like, we don't even you know, tease each other because that can hurt feelings, you know? Oh, it was a little different in grade school. Those (laughs) shits are mean, man. Really? Mm -hmm. So grade school was, like, vastly different? Oh, yeah, 100%. High school, it's kind of like everybody kind of minded their own business. Grade school, those chicks were ruthless. And you would think because it's such a small class size and it was like a class of maybe like 30 kids Mm -hmm. in each grade and you would think we all really know each other well and, you know, have known each other over the years. Everybody's cool. But everybody was just very petty and just (laughs) a lot of issues there. Wow. Very odd. I never would because normally like... I feel like high school's known for being, like, the sassy, mm-hmm. you know. No, I had a great time in high school. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It was just a little odd being in a all-girls Catholic school. Yeah. a little bit different. Uniforms, me- nuns measuring yeah. the distance from your kneecap to your skirt. You know what's so funny is whenever I tell people what high school I went to, they're like, did you wear a uniform? Yeah, I, w- I-, I wore mm-hmm. a uniform. I mm-hmm. wore a uniform for 12 years. Oh, and yeah. So, yeah, you would have worn it the whole yeah, time. Yeah, you would have worn it the whole time. time. I remember in grade school when we graduated from, like, there was that, like, pivotal moment where you graduated from wearing a jumper to actually a skirt, and you were, like, really? one of, like, the big girl. Yeah. That was a thing, that too? That was a thing. So, mm-hmm. at a certain grade, you could wear a jumper. Yeah. Well, or you, you went were younger, from a jumper to a skirt. Yeah, when you were younger, you wore a jumper. 
Because that's what ladies wear. Yeah, and then I think it was like in fourth or fifth grade, you like graduated to a skirt. Wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. But that was something that everybody always asked me is, oh, you went to Catholic school? Did you have to wear a uniform? Did you go to school with boys? And then if you are like, no, it was actually an all-girls school. Were you a lesbian? Like, were you? (laughs) Not not present day. Are you a lesbian? Were you a lesbian? (laughs) Or just it's, during that time period, just, just because during you're that time so period. So many girls. Yeah. So you know your periods sink. You just start making mm-hmm. out in between classes because mm-hmm. you know that wouldn't be weird at a Catholic school. <laughs> like even the girls who ended up coming out of the closet later, like you couldn't let that shit show. Like mm-hmm. at school, <laughs> like mm-hmm. you had to pretend to like boys the entire time. So uh, so no, that is a. Uh, common misconception um when you go to an all girls catholic school i don't know christian school whatever any any school that's like all female um you don't just like use that as your opportunity to just les out like all the time (laughs) like you just you just don't like it's not it's just not a thing um so that's that's definitely a question you get that same mystique that what goes on at all girls sleepovers, what goes on at all girls high school. Oh yeah, you know? when when in reality yeah. it's really nothing that uh, juicy and it's actually kind of gross. Yeah, um, very basic. Yeah, women, young young ladies, can be kind of disgusting. Um, so like we we kind of brought up earlier, and I get reminded of this every so often when I'm too lazy to uh, shave my legs. You know, mm-hmm. like like this Who right now, it? this season, it's leggings, jeans, boots season. So, you know, we'll be shaving our legs like once a month. Yeah, all right. All <laughs> you right. know, maybe. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Getting my winter coat on. Um, Gotta stay warm, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, one thing that I remember <laughs> while going to school there was... I, and I want to say this was like a competition between, it had to be like a certain time period. I specifically remember girls saying that like from the night of homecoming dance to, prom. to was it to prom? Because yeah. I was going to say winter formal because I was only a few months, but then they must've gotten way more hardcore and said yeah. from homecoming, which isn't what September to like prom, which is in May, yeah. you could not Maybe shave your legs. Maybe winter formal. <laughs> It was a good gap in time, though. It, it was, was definitely a longer gap in time than we would be comfortable. Yeah, like like no shaving. one needs to do that. It I was think a, uh, a friendly competition among friends. Yeah, <laughs> among nice, nice young ladies, um, scholars and all. But yeah. we were, you know, like hygiene, whatever. Yeah. Like like we would like I would say generally the girls would shower. Where I would hear kind of at like the all guys school, they can get a little ripe, you know. Um, cause just bros don't care as much. I feel like we would, we would bathe, like we would do the bare minimum, but, um, we would basically look like hobos a little bit. It was really nice. Just <laughs> rolling out of bed. Just oh, throwing yeah. on. You knew what you were going to wear. It was mm-hmm. the same thing you always wore every single day of school mm-hmm. and just throwing your hair up in a bun. Yep. And oh, yeah. uh, some chicks would even wear like sweatpants underneath their skirts. That was a thing. Mm-hmm. That was definitely a thing. And I know it was cool. I would try to get like cool colored like plaid boxers to wear under my skirt. Um, just because, you know, we're wearing skirts, but we're not going to like sit like we're the Queen of England. You know what I mean? We're going to like man spread oh, around. Yeah. Exactly. So it's like we would have to find ways to make it so we could, you know, wear our skirts that we had to wear. 
but also just be able to like be individuals yep, and just... <laughs> also be comfortable. No, boxers definitely were a thing. Any excuse, like any part of our uniform that we kind of make our own and like do our own thing because it was so restrictive, mm-hmm. we would do. We would give it a shot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Until they said no. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And uh, the, yeah, I, I specifically remember there was times where I feel like we would just, I know I'm probably guilty of it, of just letting like my, my boxers that I thought were cool, like sag below my skirt. Yeah, that <laughs> like, was definitely a Like thing it's too. some like, you know, prison yard yeah. where I'm just like <laughs> sagging my pants, but I'm sagging my like forever 21 boxers, you know? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so... So one thing that is obviously super different about going to a Catholic school is, uh, other than your like basic uh, core classes, you also had to take a religion class. Yeah. Yeah. Every year. Every year religion class. Part of the curriculum. And I remember specifically my favorite year was freshman year because I think it was like your introduction, right? You're, you're fresh on the scene. Um, especially for me, like first time going to a private school that was religious. Um, it was hilarious because the rhetoric in those classes was literally like, if you touch a boy, a male counterpart, you will get gonorrhea, you will get pregnant. God is like super going to hate you because you got knocked up, but you also can't have an abortion because then God is going to like double hate you because that's like extra bad. Mm-hmm. So it was like all these, yeah. all these crazy like lessons, like old school, just lessons like getting thrown at you when you're like 15 years old, I guess, like in a, in your freshman year of high school. And, uh, I mean, I, I kind of thought it was comical. Like I it was, was very comical because it, it introduced the topic of sexuality as just about sex and all the terrible, horrible mm-hmm. things that can happen to you if you ever have sex. Totally. And it's also, it you know, sexuality isn't just that. It's about, you know, like your body is changing, you're mm-hmm. forming your identity as a person. And it was like nothing about that. <laughs> nothing about growing as a healthy person. Just you might. And I remember in our we had freshman year religion together and I remember <laughs> that we were all assigned an STD to cover mm-hmm. and we had to include pictures oh, and yeah. we had to mm-hmm. include, you know, all the like crazy, like signs and symptoms. And it was just basic, like scare tactics. No, oh, very yeah. much so not about how to be safe. Oh, not no. about how, you know, both just within intimate relationships. And oh yeah. Cause that like, it, it wasn't an option Yeah, because that's inappropriate mm-hmm. unless you were married and locked it down. Mm-hmm. Then it was a no go. Yeah. No intimacy. Absolutely not. Which yeah. is so, so unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I remember doing these projects and it, I just remember like this teacher, I can't exactly remember her name, but there's nothing wrong with her necessarily, but I could tell she was just very old school and like all for these teaching religion. And she was like still just trying to like, she was like a STD fear monger. And um, I remember her saying something like how she saw, she heard of someone getting like syphilis in the eye or something like that. (laughs) And I was just kind of like, okay, like we get it. We can't touch a man (laughs) or else we'll just explode with like pus. Exactly. (laughs) And it's like, you're, you know, those scare tactics and that kind of idea of like reward and punishment works when you're in grade school and you're developing your morality, but not as blossoming young women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just, 
Oh man. I feel like a lot of the teachers were a little naive too. So there was, it was my religion class and I, I think it was sophomore year. Um, sweet younger teacher. She was probably like 34, 35. She was pretty young. Um, but, uh, I think she also just assumed that we were really young and naive, which mm -hmm. like growing up in California, like, especially for me, like I said, I went to public school in middle school. There were kids showing up to school high when we were literally 12 in the sixth mm -hmm. grade. So you get exposed to a lot of stuff. I think living in the general Los Angeles area, like... Well, you just turn on the TV. Exactly. You yeah. just, you know, um, And I forgot what we were talking about in this specific religion class, but um, she was trying to tell a story about like young a young girl going out, whatever, bars, drinking, and she was like, ha felt the need to define what a shot was. <laughs> Like, she literally was like, so girls, I don't know if you know what a shot is. It is a very small amount of alcohol, um, but it's very high potency. So that's why they serve it in such a small amount. And you kind of just, you kind of just drink it really quickly. And we're sitting there as like 16 year olds trying not to just like openly laugh at this lady because it's like, you know that all of us got wasted at Susie's house because mm -hmm. her parents were gone last Saturday, right? Yeah, like, I'm glad you cleared that up for yeah, us. I'll, I'll give it a try next weekend. That's <laughs> what that was. Okay. Cool. So yeah, it was just some of the teachers are really they were more naive than we were as their students. And it was it was weird. Part of me wonders like, is that a ruse? Like are they going home and like smoking meth at the end of the day? Or are they going home and like literally praying the rosary? You know what yeah. I mean? We'll never know. Is it legitimate or is it, are they really like actually deep down inside like fucked up people? Um, and I remember specifically one teacher that I loved, I know he had some ups and downs being a teacher there because he at the core was not really religious. Um, but when he would get frustrated and annoyed with us, he would say, <laughs> he would say he was going to like, throw us down the hill by our hair or something like that. It was something like, like so outrageous where I was like, okay, clearly you're joking, but you're not laughing either. <laughs> Just to give some context, the school we went to had about like 300 stairs. Yes. And as a freshman, you would have mm -hmm. all of your, you would have your lockers down at the first floor mm -hmm. and you would have to climb the stairs to get to class. class. Yeah. I mean, makes for a great butt. Yeah, yeah, we all had great asses, um, I suppose. Yeah, not, I mean, they were underage asses. No one looked yeah. at them. <laughs> not that anyone would know it. We also dressed hideously, so really nothing to see there. Nothing fit nicely with those uniforms. Nothing like, was flattering, and I think that was, was the flattering. point. And I tried my hardest to make it flattering. I really did, especially Ooh. after school, especially that walk down the hill. When, oh, you man. Know, that walk down the hill, once you like get out of the gates and you would walk down towards where like your parents or whoever would pick you up, I remember specifically just like walking down, got my little backpack, looking for my brother or whoever was picking me up. And um, the like local high school, public school is like not that far away. So I could tell like some students in like the biggest bro truck ever because San Gabriel Valley is bros, has its own breed of them. Um, I remember they rolled down their window as they were driving by and this guy just like, shoved his fist out the window and was like, fuck yeah! <laughs> and I was just like, God. Sounds about right. Damn it. Yep. And I wanted to hide under a rock. 
mm -hmm. right then and there. I know there's this whole misconception that when you go to an all-girls Catholic school that everybody has their skirts hiked up high and mm -mm. we're all like super hot going to school oh, and we no. all get ready. It's like out of a movie, but we're pretty hideous. Nothing could be farther from the truth. <laughs> yeah. Nothing could be farther. No makeup beat in the face just mm -hmm. bad we would take us what like 10 minutes maybe to get ready oh to maybe yeah maybe and you know it was it was so funny because we would all see each other at school like that and then i would barely recognize anybody when we were at like dances or football oh, games yeah. or someone would say hi to you and you have to kind of stare like, at them for a I little bit like, for a little bit like you we have biology together <laughs> <laughs> We were just like we're so magicians. unsure, yeah. And then, but at the same time, it was just like you know what, like, fuck it, like who cares? I remember having the most awkward experience. Uh, so that was like what one thing that I noticed too. I guess it depends, because like no matter what, like in school while we were actually physically at school, I felt like no one really had, like that mean girls, Regina George kind of ego. Like when you're at school, like no one gave a shit about anything. Oh yeah, there's no competition. But the moment you would step out and like run into people at a party or like at prom, whatever, like you would say hi to someone that you talk to normally at school and they would fucking ignore you. Oh yeah, it's it the would, battlefield. They, they would literally be like, who is that? Yeah. And I'm just like, bitch, I talk to you every fucking day. <laughs> like what are you, why are you looking at me like I'm crazy? And so it was just, that to me was like a crazy, experience too where it was just like wow so monday through friday until 3 p.m when we're in school we're homies and then i see you when on like a friday night about. yeah it's literally like a fucking the sahara like it's an episode of national geographic and these <laughs> bitches are just like there's a guy over there that i might make out with later so i'm not going to talk to you and act like i don't know you and it's like what the fuck? and it was so funny to me how there were two sister schools so two, you know, all-girls Catholic sister schools. And then we had one school, one all-boys school. Mm -hmm. And the way our dances and football games would work is all of the girls from both of those schools would go and mingle with the boys from this one school. And so it's almost it's like fair. these girls were, like, pitted against each other. Oh, yeah. And so naturally, so... You know, we have more similarities than differences, both coming from all-girls mm -hmm. Catholic schools. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, we hated each other. Oh, we hated each other, yeah. It was just, just like, oh, like you, you go there? We these, like, oh, terrible trash. names. Terrible names for each other. Oh, yeah. It was... It's weird. I actually never really thought about that. There wasn't... It wasn't, like, equal. Like, no. this all-girls school and all-boys school and, like, that yeah. all-girl... It was... Quote, unquote, yeah. sister schools. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, sisters, We yeah. have a lot in common. Maybe sisters in the sense that we fight all the time. Maybe. <laughs> over this stupid boy school. I actually... It would be nice. I wish... I mean, I kind of knew a couple of girls that went there, but it would be nice to hear, like, how their school was, because I really have no mm -hmm. idea. Um, but, so one one major difference that I thought was really interesting from... Hearing from, uh, like, our experience at an all-girl Catholic school, and then, obviously, we have some guy friends that went to the all-guy one, and my brother went there, too. Um, and each each school, um, your senior year, has what's called a Kairos retreat, which is somewhat, you know, it's all religious-based. Um, but 
from what I learned, the experience and the retreat from the guy's school to the girl's school was like so drastically different. I was like shocked. And I remember when I went on mine, obviously we both went the same year. I think we just went on different trips. Um, It was like the most... uh... (laughs) How do I even describe it? Everyone just purged emotions all the time. Oh yeah, it was intense. (laughs) It was like you were... As soon as you walk in, you're not allowed to have a phone, a watch, no form of technology. Um, Everyone... Like, it sounds cool, like, you're going to a slumber party. Everyone brings, like, their favorite snacks and junk food, right? Um, But then it's kind of like you're living off of Pop-Tarts and, like, hot Cheetos for, like, three days. Yep. You all, so you all arrive there, and you just put all of your snacks on this big table. And that's just, like, the shared snack table for the rest of the trip. Mm -hmm. So, like as other people are having their fun like senior trips like this is our senior trip it's this retreat you don't know where you're going even yep. though you know you're driving by and you're recognizing like street signs and you're mm-hmm, off the freeway mm-hmm. and it's in this old convent yeah you know like alex said you're completely you're not allowed to bring your watches not allowed to bring your phone you don't know what time it is you never know what time it is there's you no clock know. anywhere it's so disorienting you go to bed eat and you know do whatever activities they have planned for you when they tell you to do them mm-hmm. and so you have no context for what time it is and that in and of itself was very it starts to drive you very, crazy it does it's very disorienting like you just want to know what time it is it, like i think it's dark outside mm-hmm. but i honestly can't even remember if there are really windows in that room and if there, there were, were like, like shutters would have been closed even yeah. if there were you know there um were. and we weren't allowed to associate with each other like once the group activity, the big chunk of group activities throughout the days were done, and, like, we had dinner and it was time for bed, let's say it was, like, what, 8 p.m. probably when mm-hmm. they made us go to the rooms, we were by ourselves and we were not allowed to leave the rooms. Yeah. So it was just our little, like, bunk room with a little bathroom attached. You couldn't talk to anyone. If you were caught, like, sneaking your head out, you'd get in trouble. Yeah. Somehow. Who knows what they would I even know. do. I know. What, what else they would do to you? Make 50. you go home? Okay. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> thank God. Uh, 50 lashings with a ruler. I don't even know. Um, But it was just funny because they tried all these different tactics to just make us cry. Oh, yeah. Like, the goal was to have everyone shed tears. I remember specifically it was towards the end of the retreat where you're all tired. You're all, like, crazy, like, just malnourished on sugar and oh, like yeah. chips so malnourished. and just like you don't feel great and it's like all of this like kind it, of like it turns emotional out, exploration it turns out you cannot live off of chips ahoy you know and i i it took this retreat i i learned something i learned something you know I nutrition really, is like, important it's important <laughs> sleep and nutrition is important but i remember specifically it was towards the end of the retreat and you didn't know that your parents wrote you a secret letter. Mm-hmm. And they all, yes. and you didn't know what the activities were going to be until like it, it happened. And it was this activity where one of the teachers got up in front of the room and it's all dark, it's in the middle of the night, and they read your, your parents' letter to you in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. So this is like maybe like three or four forget how long it was if it was over a weekend or if it was longer than that if it was a whole week 
it felt it felt like an eternity. I want to say it was like three nights. That sounds about right. Three nights, like four towards, days. Yeah. So this is without you like talking to anybody, without mm -hmm. you know sleep, and you just hear like your parents' like heartfelt letter that's read in front of like the whole mm -hmm. like you know company of other students. And that was towards the end, right? It was towards <clears throat> the end, and everybody just lost it. Yeah, because at that point, like the day before. Which, like, I get it, it's kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like, for all of this intense shit to be stacked on you day after day after hour after hour, it it wears you out. Like, it's like, literally like, um, like, I imagine like the FBI would do this shit to try to break yeah. someone down, you know right. what I mean? And so one of the days, I think it was like the second day, um, the teachers who are there get up and tell like crazy stories about their life. Like, so do the students. There are student leaders... And it was mm -hmm. just these insane stories that would just bring you to tears. They were just oh, so yeah. like heartfelt or, you know, depressing, depressing things that happened to you. And like it, it was, yeah, I had a teacher, obviously they will remain nameless, but I had a teacher admit to being suicidal when he was in college. I had a teacher who admitted to being raped when she was like in her early twenties, like just all this shit where I was like. Wow, what like why the fuck are we going here yeah. right now? So it was it was crazy. Yeah. It was honestly crazy. So many things. You were set up in groups, like more intimate groups, uh, with some of your classmates that like they know you're not close friends with. And mm -hmm. then, you know, obviously they do that on purpose. Yeah. Um and people just like are kind I'm gonna say, yeah, we were pressured to like open up about some shit, which I think in my group I was in, pretty much most of us did, but I do remember how one girl was just like, Nope. Yeah. Lips are not sealed. Doing it. Not taking part, not talking about this shit. And I mean, I respect it at the end of the day. Like, it's your choice. Mm -hmm. Like, you do not have to talk about your crazy personal family secrets or like traumas that you went through as a kid. And at the end of the day, like, it probably brought you close to that group of people for like a month or two. But like, I would say so. I don't really talk to those people anymore at I don't all. Either, and you know what? <laughs> there was some girls. I'm sure there were girls who had a very different experience than us. I just kind of saw it for, you know, that the fact that. And when I came back, everybody was like, "Wasn't it amazing and eye opening?" I'm like, so they didn't let you sleep. They didn't mm -hmm. tell you what time it was. You just carbo loaded, like, sugar loaded, carbo loaded, sugar loaded, <laughs> and you just completely like heard all of these people divulge like the you know like craziest mm -hmm. like secrets and like traumas about themselves and like that yeah. was like really intense and it was it was pretty crazy and everybody else you know kind of felt like it a lot of people thought it was like this eye-opening experience and they had like made plans to meet with their kairos group that was the group of girls that mm -hmm. you were assigned to while you were there you would meet with you would have like lunch with them every month or every couple right. of weeks because they all remained close and i just I didn't really have that experience. I feel like I it's what did that it, but. for a little bit. Um, the whole, like, we got together for, like, lunch every now and then. I feel like we did it, like, twice. And then it kind of fizzled out. I mean, mm -hmm. you go back to your group, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, like, it's cool to have people open up about shit. And to me, the, the most redeeming part of it was understanding... <laughs> certain people better mm -hmm. so there was like one girl in particular i won't forget like she completely opened up a lot about her personal situation and i was like this is why you are the way you are yeah in in a good way like it wasn't bad she was not someone i disliked at all but she definitely had a different 
personality, a different way of handling things, whatever. And it was very prevalent at school. She Mm -hmm. just acted very differently than most of us. Mm -hmm. And so when she kind of confided in us and opened up about certain things, I was like, okay, like I get you. I totally get you more now. Um, and obviously it just makes you like respect the person a little more once you get a little background on them, you know? Yeah. And um, I think I just like came from a place, like I came from like a family where like, you know, there were things that happened here and there. And like, I understood that kind of people are the way that they are because of their accumulated experiences mm-hmm. and maybe life isn't so perfect for them. And you know, you either become stronger or you have, you know, weaknesses. And I felt like going into high school, I already understood that. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were trying to kind of like instill in everybody during that retreat. So basically but you were super woke by the time you were in high school. The same, yeah. <laughs> so I was pretty woke by the time I was in high school. So, you know, this retreat didn't, no. You started that kidding. woke movement. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but, no, I, I get you. And yeah. I feel like that's why it didn't, for me, it wasn't completely eye-opening. Yeah. Because I mean, it could have been how I was brought up too, where it's like, I grew up with kids who did not have very good situations. Mm-hmm. I grew up with kids who, like, their parents did drugs, and they ended up getting into pot by the time they were 12. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I I got to see a little bit of that, and I think maybe for some of these girls, since they were honestly, like, more sheltered in life, mm-hmm. I felt like I, that was one thing I noticed when I first entered Catholic school, how sheltered people were. Mm-hmm. Like, if I tried to, like, tease someone about something, they would, like, get scared. Yeah. And I was kind of like what the hell? Like, I'm just joking with mm-hmm. you, you know? And so I, I kind of had to learn how to take a step back in, I don't want to say water myself down, but just, just make sure that I don't like offend anybody. <laughs> yeah. It was really, it was just very odd. And this was before it was cool to like wear black and, you know, mm-hmm. listen to heavy music. And like at the time, like that's how we already were. And I remember like, walking into like a group of girls that like I knew, I knew some of the girls there and one of the other girls was like who's the vampire and it was just like the funniest what thing the to fuck? me <laughs> it's like little do you know at that I school know. we still had to wear blue and white like I we know. Like, you think this is vampire I have, I have black hair and you know I wore eyeliner today <laughs> yeah. so god I, yeah I know I, I was really living on the edge you, there you might have had some yeah. black vans on I, I might have you know? <laughs> maybe converse maybe. <laughs> uh so one one thing that uh, other pe- people ask all the time too, um, if like nuns were all our teachers, which back when my mom went to this school, she went to the same school. Um, a lot of the teachers were nuns. It was actually rare that it wasn't a nun that was teaching you. Um, luckily for us, it was just our principal and vice principal that were nuns. Our studio audience got a little wild. A, l- a little bit. <laughs> um, so yeah, luckily for us, it was only our president and vice president who were nuns. There was like nuns around, but they weren't teachers anymore. Yeah. So I know there were still some sisters strutting mm-hmm. around doing something They're for the school. They were just kind of hanging out. Just kind of hanging out. Yeah. yeah. Doing what nuns do, which, yeah. is, which is nothing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no hate. What? Um, they might have lived there. I don't know. I think did they? Because there was that little side, that side yeah. piece thing. I don't know what else I think to those call were it. They're like quarters and their chapel. They had a little bunk like bed that. or something they in had, there. Um, it was a specific group of sisters. Um, so I mean, I definitely had an interesting experience with one of these nuns. Um, 
And so, and I know you've had interesting experience when it comes to teachers and priests oh, and, yeah. and, uh, and whatnot. So I kind of want to, I kind of want you to share yours cause I'm really excited about it. Um, so yeah, let me know, like, what was this fun priest experience? You, you had? know, there was a couple of, of just very, uh, interesting experiences I had in grade school. One was, and I don't think I, I've talked to you about this before we had, so I went to a grade school where we had a very old church and it wasn't a bad church, but I remember when I was old enough to realize what was going on, they were very intense on raising enough money and mm. coaxing enough money mm -hmm. out of people yeah. to build a bigger, more extravagant church. I remember specifically in the church because we would, we would need to go to church like once a week in grade school there was a big poster board with like a thermometer kind of like draw, drawn on there and it had like certain amounts of money like all the way up to <laughs> i want to say you know it was a long time ago i want to say a million i want to no say that way. it was something like a like million dollars ridiculously high and there was like a red marking for every time they hit a milestone however you know many thousands of dollars that was and I remember the church when we would give kind of like the, it was the time of, of the, the sermon where like we, we would, you know, give up our prayers or, you know, they, they would mention, you know, I pray for like this person or that mm -hmm. person. And the priest would always mention, I hope that we have enough money to build this new church. And it was just the most insane thing to me. Just like completely. Clearly there's one thing on your mind. <laughs> yeah. Almost very hypocritical to me. And then there was this this is a completely separate situation. We did have, most of our teachers were, you know, like they, they weren't nuns, they weren't priests. There was one teacher who was a nun. And I remember there was this one day where, you know, she was out unexpectedly. And so for like one of the classes. And so there was a priest who came in, he just happened to be there and subbed in. And this guy came in just ranting and raving and just like, yelling at kids and just we learned there was absolutely nothing taught absolutely nothing taught this nothing was learned was, that day. nothing was learned that day other than this guy may have been drinking before he came into the classroom <laughs> this dude was just ranting and raving and yelling at kids he made one of the girls cry at one point the principal came in she must have heard from one of the teachers that he was yelling and she basically excused him from the class oh god and he, I remember when she got there, she was like, so what's going on in here? And he was like, we're learning to speak with uh, inflection and we're learning to speak with volume. And like, oh he just God. completely, like he was trying to play it off. He was trying to play it off. Like we were actually learning something and <laughs> it was just so insane to me. Like I never want another priest to substitute for a class ever again. Oh. Like it was God. just very, and I think I was like in fourth or fifth grade. It was just like a very, like, it was like a frightening experience at the time. And did you guys hear, like once he kind of got pardoned, did you guys hear any follow up after that? Like what did the principal say? Like nothing, <laughs> absolutely no apologies. Lips nothing. were sealed. Just <laughs> lips were sealed. Just he, I never heard of him subbing for another class ever again. And that was it. Was, was he ever seen ever again? He was seen again. Okay. Not within, you know, the classroom, but. <laughs> like 500 yeah. yards away. Five, yeah. 
within the confines of the church, I like, believe. I'm sorry, Father, yeah. you stay over there. Yeah. Stay back, back away from the children. Yeah. He did have a reputation for being a little wild, a little bit like off color, but that was just... Getting into the communion yeah, wine too much? I, you know, I, I can't say, but there was... He was filled with something that day. He was, was it the Holy Spirit he or was, something or some <laughs> other kind of spirit? This dude was just on one. Could have been the Holy Spirit. Could have been Sailor Jerry's. Uh, <laughs> I'm not really sure which. That's that's insane to me because it's like, how? what grade were you in? Like fourth or fifth grade. Jesus Christ. We were young. God. Yeah, that's, that's like little kids. Mm-hmm. And like, did, did people, did the kids go home and be like, Mom, we had this weird experience today. Like, oh, yeah. And did parents not, like, did it literally just get swept under the rug? You know, I feel like at that time, parents didn't do a whole lot as far as, like, complaining to the principal or the teacher about this and that. Wow. Not like nowadays. Not like nowadays. She wanted a pink crayon and you gave her a green one. (laughs) She identifies with pink. They're not so uh, sensitive (laughs) about things. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's obviously a common theme with the Catholic Church. Uh, They like to sweep things under the rug and... If anything, just relocate their people, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know, I, I don't know where he is today, but that, that was That would be a good continuation of, like, where is he now? I know, know huh? Um, so my, my fun, I'm going to call it fun experience, I had with our, our little nun, our sister, who was our principal, um, I want to say I was, like, a junior, maybe even a senior, I don't remember now, I was, like, later in, in high school. Um, but our one, like, mutual friend we had that, like, now lives cross-country, um, but me and her were really close at this time, and for some reason, she started scribbling things, like, on the outside of my locker. She was expressing herself. She, yeah. (laughs) We were just trying to express ourselves. She was just trying to express herself, um... And mind you, this was not vandalism because anything that was written was written in mechanical pencil, so it could have been very easily erased. But I was, you know, lazy ass, and I just left it left it on there, whatever she was writing on this stupid I don't locker. I think anybody's gonna come look in your locker, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I get called to the office one day. Dun dun dun. <laughs> when that like note, whatever comes, can it be about? Yeah, when that note comes to the teacher, and they're like, "Hey, you." You're going to the office. It's like, Never anything good. Hell? Right? Know. Was my skirt too short? Or... Yeah, is my skirt... What? I wore my... pink socks today. Oh, me? shit. Oh, man. 50 lashes. Mm. Um, so I walk over there, and I'm going straight to the principal's office. And I'm kind of like, okay. And I'm literally thinking back the whole way there. I'm just like, what did I do? Um, so I go, I sit down to talk to her, and she basically tells me that it's because of that. Long story short, it's because of something that's written on my locker. And... Uh, and, and so she's trying to get me to like rat. And I, I was like, honestly, it's my fault. It's my locker. I didn't erase it. You know, it's inside jokes. It's weird, weird jokes or something we heard from a movie that like doesn't make sense, whatever. And I, to be honest, I don't remember what was actually written, but I know it was something that was like a joke about somebody that maybe like alluded to hooking up or like something. And then something else was referring to like a party we went to. Um, something like that, where nothing was, like, overt, but you could tell that it was about something that, like, you know, isn't very Christian or some shit. So, out of nowhere, this fucking nun looks at me and goes, how would you like it if I called your parents right now and told them that you slept around and you did drugs? Yikes. 
She got all that from something written on your locker, some jokes written on your and locker. And I was kind of like, um, one, what's going in my head is like, do you expect me to actually answer this question? <laughs> what? <laughs> but then two, I was like, I just looked at her and I was like, no, can we not do that? <laughs> like, that would that not sound be like a nice. Good time. Obviously, if I could, like, teleport back in time now, I'd be like, fuck yeah, call my bitch! <laughs> like, just to mess with her. But, like, it was... So, it was shitty. I was just like, okay, like, I'm sorry. Uh, one of my dumb friends wrote that on there. I should have erased it, but I just didn't, because, I don't know, I'm focused on other shit. And, uh, and so, we kind of go back and forth. She ends up, like, forcing me, like, if you don't tell me who it was, like, you'll be in more trouble. Ugh. And I was kind of like, okay, fine, whatever is this bitch. And at that point, I was just like, whatever, going down for her isn't going to be worth it. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and so she was like, all right, I'll, I'll call her into the office next and we'll talk. And she was like, Out, outside the door is, is a rag and some cleaning solution. I need you to go take care of it. And I was like, okay, whatever, fine. I grabbed the stupid rag and the bottle of like whatever the shit it was. And I, I go walk over to my locker and it's fucking gone already. Someone had already cleaned it. <laughs> it's all gone. So I literally go there and I look at the locker and I'm sitting there just like, what the fuck mind games is this? It's, that was something. Like, yeah, she was messing with you. It right. was just, ugh. And I was like, I was so annoyed. And so then obviously when I'm leaving, I see the friend coming down the stairs, like on her way to the office. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Oh, well, whatever. It is what it is. Like, I didn't even get in any more trouble than that. So I was just mm -hmm. like, okay, whatever. She's probably going to be fine, too. So we finally meet each other, like, at lunch, which was, like, right after that period, I think. And um, and so I get to her, and I was like, dude, what happened? Like, what did she say to you? Like, she had this crazy conversation with me. She was threatening to call my parents and tell them that I was, like, a slut or something. Like, it was so weird. And her reaction was like, oh, we just, I mean, we just kind of laughed at it because we thought it was dumb. And I was like... The fuck kind of hatred is this? <laughs> I know. And you know what? I think she had like sis uh, like a sister who had gone there and they knew her sister. Like uh, there was some What a fucking asshole. There was a, a lineage of A lineage. You know what's funny is so my mom went there, right? But since obviously I have a different last name than my mom when my mom was in high school, um, I don't think she put two and two together, even though she had met me technically like through my mom when I went there to go try to get into that school. Um, me and my mom years later went back to that little, that fundraising boutique thing that they mm -hmm. have every year. Cause all they, all these schools want is more money. Mm -hmm. Um, and that same stupid ass nun recognized my mom in 30 seconds, whole name, how good of a student she was. She looked at me and was just like, hi, how are you? <laughs> And I was like, I graduated from here like three years ago, bitch. Oh, <laughs> what the yikes. fuck? She just, I don't know. I, maybe she just had it out for me. I have no idea. But all of the experiences I had were just terrible. Awful. Hey, everyone. I hope you are not too offended yet by this episode. And if you aren't, thank you. Thanks for the listen. And remember to always be open about uh, the subject matter, how you feel, how you think the podcast was executed. You can easily do this on Instagram by sliding into those DMs or just commenting on one of our posts. Um, and let us know how you feel. You can find us at The Observist Podcast. And uh, I hope to hear from you soon. Thanks. Thanks. 
So one thing that um, is probably pretty obvious, actually, that is like one of my favorite facts about going to like a, a Catholic school. Um, and I feel like it's kind of prevalent in like pop culture, but the kids who are always raised with like a tighter rope around them always end up being like the craziest ones. Oh yeah. Like I remember hearing about like some girls that would go to a party or something on like a Saturday night. You'd hear about it on Monday how it's like, oh yeah, so and so was giving like BJ's in a closet, and you're just kind of like. <laughs> her I am. you know what? like you'd be like no way did yeah. she even go out and it was like once they got unleashed they would like lose their fucking minds mm -hmm. and so it's like i feel like i noticed that kind of like going to college too if you're going to like especially because i lived in dorms at one point and i got to meet like a bunch of just like new people but the ones that were raised with like really strict parents are just like really super like structured childhoods just like lost their minds and i felt like oh, yeah catholic school kids kind of fall into that realm a little bit it's like this rebelliousness like all day mm -hmm. you're told to take these classes wear this uniform act this way and then once the weekend rolls around, just naturally as a teenager, <laughs> I think it's kind of natural that you'll want to like rebel and kind of explore right. and experiment. All of your That's hormones, definitely... all of your hormones were so uh, tucked away Monday through Friday. Yeah, and then you just <laughs> unleashed on the weekends. Like, I don't, it, it was it was interesting though, and I feel like since we, I mean, I don't, I mean, your parents weren't like crazy strict with you guys. They were pretty. Part, half of it was strict. Half of it was pretty strict. The other half was kind of like... <laughs> kind of like, do oh, whatever. whatever. <laughs> yeah, as long as you go to church with me on Sunday. Yeah. You can do whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just go to church on Sunday, repent. Yeah. And uh, yeah. we'll do it all again next week. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, which is so weird. Like, I feel like actually... Um, Catholicism was kind of like that. Like, even with how I was raised, like, my parents did a good job. Like, we went to church as kids. By the time I was, like, a teenager and in, like, middle school, probably, they stopped, like, forcing us to go as a family. Mm -hmm. And then it was kind of like, if you want to go, you go. Kind yeah. of like, you're going to pursue this as your own adult self. Um, which is good. I appreciate that. But I think uh, there is definitely a contrast with the kids that were, like, very strictly raised. Oh, someone from our studio audience has just tried to interrupt. Hey, buddy. The bandit, that one. Uh-huh. Um, He's smart. But, so one other thing that I know we've talked about, like, a few times, because it was so, like, relevant in our little, our little clique or niche of, like, Catholic school students who graduated around, like, the same time period, um, how one of our beloved teachers who was, he was our freshman year English teacher, mm -hmm. and... He was also my art teacher. He was oh, fantastic. He was? he was brilliant. I didn't get to have him art for is art. Brilliant. I had him, I had someone else for art, and I wish I would have had him. Anyways, not to, you know, throw anyone else in it. She was cool too, that art teacher. Yeah. Um, but, he uh, but he was just better. But he was just better. So creative. Um, I remember loving him off the bat because he was honest, he was sassy, um, and I remember he was teaching us the structure of writing an essay, right? Like he was trying yes. to teach us the proper structure and he literally broke it down like this and he was like, 
Ladies, think about it. You're not going to put on your eyeliner and your mascara <laughs> and then try to put on your foundation and your powder. Like, it wouldn't work. <laughs> it's going to get cloudy and messed up. Like, you have to go in a specific order. It's like when you structure an essay. And I literally was sitting there with, like, my jaw dropped, just like... And I was sitting there like, I learned two things today. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, everything makes sense now. Just related to fucking makeup. And obviously, if you can't tell by now, he was super flaming gay. Duh. That's okay. And um, loved it. He he was one of my favorite teachers. He taught us so much. And uh, and it wasn't until... Always kept it real. Always kept it real. That's definitely for sure. Um, didn't, Didn't drink that... Jesus Kool-Aid so much, you know, always was kind of himself and did his own Mm -hmm. thing, but he was a good teacher. And, uh, I think it was a couple years, three or four years, maybe after we graduated that it came out that he ended up getting fired because he openly got gay married. I think there was some, like, I want to say it was like some article or like something about it where you could like Google it and see that he got married and all that stuff. So happy for him, though. Yes, and he was with his, I guess, well then, Long boyfriend time. forever. No. Yeah, and uh, partner. So it's just you know, not so much a coincidence that within like days after he gets married to a man that he just like loses his job. <laughs> and you know what? He was just this like force to be reckoned with too. Mm-hmm. And I have to say. That was a college preparatory school, and what I got out of it as far as preparing me for college was how to write because of that guy's class. Mm-hmm. Because of that guy's class, I knew how to write a college essay. Oh, yeah. And it was that totally. much easier. He was brilliant, and mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> yeah, what happened a, to him? He you know? had a good approach. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like he, he wasn't trying to be somebody he wasn't. Exactly. And he just made... He made such an impression on all of us, and then that happened to him. Yeah, and it was just, yeah, there was someone who was trying to, like, start this social media campaign to petition for him for to get his jaw back or whatever, and I was like, I get the principle behind it, but if I were him, I wouldn't want to work there anymore. Oh, yeah. Be like, you don't deserve me. Yeah, I'd be like, you don't deserve me, yeah. you know? Like, that's, ugh, God. Um, and that, how, like, uncomfortable would that be? Like, oh, 100%. Because then now everyone knows your business. Like, yeah, it was kind of obvious that he was gay. Yeah. One conversation with him, and it's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hire him to decorate my entire house. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so that was kind of unfortunate. It's, it's little things like that where it's like, like all in all, I would say um, I was super reluctant to go to that school because I was I had all my friends in public school, and... I got I got my bearings, and I knew what I liked. I, I thought I knew what I liked and everything, and I was comfortable with where I was. So getting thrown into a Catholic school was like culture shock for me. But at the end of the day, I would say I'm appreciative because I felt like it was, it was a better education than if I would have gone to the public school. Um, but at the end of the day, those religious schools are just, they kind of have a bias, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just can't deal with the closed-mindedness. I just kind of like I just kind of wanted to explore my more ideas and you know mm-hmm. and that kind of wasn't there. It did. I have to say that we did get a good education in that sense and I did feel prepared for college. Mhm. But mm-hmm. 
that was definitely a, a caveat with uh, going to a Catholic school. Yeah, kind of a big butt. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> also, it big was, butts. <laughs> it was so funny. I remember freshman religion, the same teacher. Mm -hmm. We had to choose a song, like a religious song, to report on. We had to. We had to play the song. We played the song in front of the class and we had to explain what it was about. And so me being into the music I was I still am into. It was like Black Sabbath? No, it was <laughs> As I Lay Dying. And it was very like, it was a Christian song and I completely met every mark as far as the requirements go. But it was an As I Lay Dying song. Oh no. And so we're in this oh, we're God. in this class with this teacher who, you know, as as we mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. was very conservative. <laughs> and you know, we had gone through like everybody else's songs and I put mine on and she was just appalled. And I I got a few giggles and I was just standing up there with the straight face, like trying so hard not to laugh. But I I made a good case for it. It was right. like very relevant to right. that topic and to that class. It's Christian it metal. Wasn't, exactly. It just wasn't in the format that she had expected or wanted. She probably wanted to like and Billy was, Ray Cyrus, you know? Oh yeah. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. Oh, that's amazing. But you gotta stick to your guns at the end of the and day. And I did. Stick to your guns. <laughs> Be your goddamn self. Oh, I tried. Uh, that's great. But yeah, so at the end of the day, like... I'm kind of glad I got stuck there. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't have met you. I wouldn't have met you. Oh, my God. <laughs> what kind of world would this be? And now be? it's literally come full circle. It I'm has. so glad I went to that fucked up weird little school. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now it's been, what, like 10, 11 years yeah. since we graduated. We're still sitting here reminiscing yep. on all the good times. Still not socializing with anyone else that went there. <laughs> We were so weird. <laughs> anyway. I think everybody else kind of had the same sentiment. Yeah. I think we were... They all thought we were weird, all too. All kind of... We just kind of minded our own business. Yeah. We did our own thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we didn't even go to our own thing. Remember the rallies? How big the rallies Yeah. Were. It's just... We got, like, weirdly competitive over nothing. Everybody got so competitive. It's like nobody cared. I didn't care until the rally day. And then it was like... <laughs> No. Yeah. We're seniors. We have to. For some rally. reason, this is cool now. To, yeah. <laughs> Our color was red, too. Yeah. We have to wear everything red on rally day. <laughs> it was war on rally day. Oh, yeah. We hated each other. Loved each other? I don't remember. The members from the studio audience are so rowdy. Um, so, all in all, I'd say that uh, Catholic School taught us a lot. Um... I don't know if I would send my kids there. I wouldn't. I like the the education was the redeeming part. Mm -hmm. I do feel like I was prepared for life and not as much of a dumbass as the other kids that I grew up with that went to different I schools. I have to say though maybe it's what you make of it too. Yeah. As far as like, you know. I, I guess that's life. Know, I guess I guess <laughs> for the record, I still wear a uniform to work. <laughs> Not much has changed. <laughs> that was a little more comfortable though, right? Yes. 
Yeah. hundred percent. It's still an upgrade. <laughs> it's still, yeah. <laughs> all right. On that note, we've solved uh, all the world's problems um, in terms of... Once uh, again. Yep. All we do is just greatness over here. <laughs> and it's time to finish drinking our wine because, you know, communion. Yeah. Here's to, here's to communion. And here's uh, to, uh, Jesus or whatever. And Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, everybody. Mm-hmm.